This is the Soul Power Podcast with your hosts, Angela Jordan and Cheryl Burt. Welcome to the Soul Power Podcast. I'm your host, Angela Jordan. And I'm your host, Cheryl Burke. Thanks for joining us. Today on the Soul Power Podcast, we're talking about goals. We're talking about looking at the first quarter and seeing what works, how to set yourself up for success for the year, and reassess if necessary, and create personal goals. So lots of stuff happening in the first quarter. Um, Absolutely. How are we going to start off well? Yeah. Yeah. And how are you going to start off well? Um, You know, a lot of us do our marketing plan or our our business plan for the year in December, in November or December in preparation for the year. And this is a good time, January, February timeframe to look at those goals again and reevaluate. Is that still what you want? Um, Is something else more important? Um, just, you know, reevaluate where you are and where you want to go. Absolutely. This first part of the year is especially is when everybody does a lot of planning. Um, even if you did your goals and everything in November, December, and you're just sort of starting to get back into the office after (laughs) your long, your long break with your kids. If you have kids, this is a thing. (laughs) You get two weeks here in the middle where we live. You get two uh, sometimes almost three weeks where you can sit in jammies and watch Christmas movies or whatever you want to watch <laughs> all day long if that's what you want to do with your kiddos and then they go back to school and your real life starts again rather <laughs> your real life your job starts again right right <laughs> and since most solopreneurs work from home there's a switch that needs to happen usually sometime in early January that you need to remember that we don't do jammies all day long and we have to put on work clothes <laughs> at some point and be, be the grownups that we are again, doing this planning really does help. It helps you become more present. It helps you to, um, minimize those distractions and really get back on track because you know what you want to do. If I want to do this by the end of February, then I better maybe mm-hmm. not watch Christmas movies <laughs> in January in the middle of the work day because you can, yeah. But maybe you shouldn't. Yeah. She says to herself. I mean, at launch, maybe. Go ahead. (laughs) You know, the funny thing is this year, I actually, the first week after New Year, I was back at it, ready to go. I'm sending out emails to people. I'm contacting. I'm on fire. And I'm not hearing a lot back from people. Mm -hmm. And I realize people had the extra week. People really didn't start. Yeah coming back online fully until the week of the eighth. And that's a bit of a change for me. So uh, I did get a lot done that first week of January, which is nice. More power to you. Yeah. The way that the breaks work this year, um, because regardless of the fact that not everybody celebrates Christmas and that's true, not everybody celebrates Christmas. um, The school breaks tend to be um, catered around Christmas time. Well, since our school started a week later than normal, they actually pushed the break to to start just before Christmas, which meant they needed to they needed to extend it. Our kids didn't go back until the ninth. Mm-hmm. 
which is really late. It is. You're, I mean, is. you're almost mid January by the time they get they get back to school, and if you work at home, you have to sort of reset yourself yeah. in the middle of January. Yeah. And that was and, very common this year. I think a lot of kids, yeah. a lot of um, school calendars fleshed out like that that they didn't go back until the second week in January. Absolutely. And I've heard a lot of parents complain they'd rather have the week before Christmas at home with them, but. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And um, I think it had to do with the, with the start of the year because mm -hmm. they need to balance the semesters, which isn't as big a deal for elementary school kids, but it's a huge deal for high school kids who actually switch classes, mm -hmm. you know, one semester to the next. So um, managing the needs of, you know, 20,000, 30,000 children in your district and <laughs> all of their parents um, must be a chore. Must be. But must be. Uh, it, it, it works out. So that is, that is kind of where my head is because <laughs> of the two of us, I'm the one who has a child in school. Uh, and that's, that's where my head is for January. Um, and that makes but, sense. Luckily, when you do get your January off to a good start, whenever it might be, maybe the second, like like uh, Angela, maybe the ninth, like me, um, <laughs> it does give you some great motivation because, well, it's January and we all know what happens in January in great, the wider society. And so if you're lacking a little bit of motivation, there's a lot out there to mm -hmm. be had. Yeah. Most people are trying to use the new year as a blank slate. And that's helpful to have that energy around. And with you as a business owner, have your plan and everybody else falls off the wagon on say February 3rd, you're like, no, no, I have a plan <laughs> and goals and commitments. And this is not going to happen to me. We're not talking resolutions. We're talking full on business plans to yeah. make your year work. Because, you know, we all have projects. It's not just the client work, which we adore, um, but there's other projects to support that. So you got to make time for it. There, Yeah, you absolutely do. I'm fortunate that my birthday is December 31st. So January 1st is like a new start professionally and personally. So I kind of think, you know, January 1, you know, what needs to happen? A lot of times this is when people really hone in on their their word of the year and what is that going to be for them and what does that entail and i have done that probably the last 5 years the word of the year doesn't always mean anything to me i don't always i'm not always very intentional about it but this year i have been because i've noticed that the last i don't know let's say 4 years my words of the year have all been about you know, taking charge and kicking ass and, you know, just doing whatever I can to get the work done. And I realize as I have looked back at those words, the amount of pressure that I have put on myself with that mm -hmm. word, it's kind of funny that a word can have that kind of effect on you. But this year I decided that my word is be. Just be. Oh, I like it. Be. Mm -hmm. So not putting all the tons of pressure on myself, not, not going to buy embroidered sweatshirts with my word on it. I'm just, that's, that's what my word is. <laughs> so have you purchased it? Now I got to ask, cause everyone's like, wait, did she? So have you purchased? 
No, I didn't think so. No, not really I just threw style. that out there. I can see some people being so serious about their word that they, you know, get it on something. You but if that works for you, my goodness, do that. It just didn't. <laughs> it just didn't sound like you to me. No, no, um, embroidered anything does not work for no, me. No. <laughs> well, and and I've actually I I hear you. I tend to do a word of the year too, and mine this year is the one that's been coming up. Actually, one of our podcast guests brought it up, um, and I've talked to a lot of people about it since because it resonated so much with me. And it's harmony mm. as opposed to balance, which mm-hmm. is huge for me. Balance is that kind of seesaw idea. Harmony is like an orchestra. So if you're in a relationship with another person you know, you're trying to balance everyone gives every, you know, if everybody gives 50% or everybody, everybody does 50%, whatever, if everybody gives a hundred percent, you're even, mm-hmm. well, that sounds a little bit like scorekeeping, right? Harmony. The concept is sometimes different portions of your life are taking more space. Sometimes different things are taking more space, but altogether it's a beautiful life. And that has resonated with me quite a bit mm-hmm. uh, these last couple of months. So that's going to be my word for this year, Harmony, uh, which yeah. is good because this is going to be a year. It is. It is. Um, it is it's going to be a, be a really good year, but there's a lot of big major things going on in my life personally. So the, the balance is important, but the harmony I think is the, is what I'm going to mm-hmm. uh, use this year. Yeah. Which is interesting because I can sort of see it. I have a visual of it, of the concept, not the orchestra, but the concept, which I couldn't possibly explain, but it works for me. So that's all that matters. And we'll just, we'll just see how that goes. Part of that harmony is really hitting it hard in the first three months Mm -hmm. of the, because in the, in, in like May, June, July, (laughs) I think, I think the harmony part is going to go heavily towards the personal (laughs) I think so. I don't know if that's the brass or what, but whichever portion of the orchestra that is, that's what's going to be playing at that time. Yeah. Almost exclusively. (laughs) So um, it was Amy who brought us that analogy. Amy Ackerman. Yes. I loved that. I have told dozens of people since, since we spoke. I just thought that was so brilliant. And and it's a concept. I hadn't heard it that way Mm -hmm. before. And, um, and it seems to resonate with people. So, I mean, clearly she's onto something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, you know, looking for balance, trying to find balance, we all have been trying to do that and it's a futile effort, Yeah, you know, and, and harmony is the answer. Once, you know, Amy talked about that in our uh, podcast episode with her was kind of like the light bulb went on over both of our heads. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah, that makes complete sense. Yes, that I can do. <laughs> yeah. Because then what you don't, you don't sit back at the end of your day and go, okay, so how did I spend my time? Oh, it wasn't evenly balanced. No, it wasn't. Because <laughs> what day truly is, unless you're, yeah, it's, it's a more gracious way of thinking of things. And there's a bit of gratitude for the possibility mm-hmm. that for me anyway. So it's been, it's been interesting as I just sort of watch, oh, okay, I see how the harmony is playing out right here. This is what nice. I'm doing now. This is what I'm doing there. And as solopreneurs, we really do have a lot of choice in how we do things. What mm-hmm. are we going to focus on this quarter? What are we going to focus on next quarter? What are our goals for the year? 
How am I going to structure my day so that I can do the things I need to do? A lot of people become solopreneurs because they have, well, for a lifestyle. I mean, Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe you do have kids, maybe you don't. Maybe you do have a partner, maybe you don't, but it's a lifestyle that you've decided you want and you can set your, your life up that way. You can work around things the way you want. If you can work from anywhere, then you can be anywhere. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. You can. There's a, a phrase that goes around in, you know, late December, early January. And Cheryl, you mentioned it earlier to me, new year, new me. Mm-hmm. And um, Cheryl was the first person to articulate it this way, but I'm going to agree with her. It's garbage. <laughs> I think it puts the wrong kind of pressure on us. I agree. I think a little bit of pressure is okay. And that's why we have accountability partners and that's why we have a plan. But I think it puts a, it puts the wrong kind of pressure on us. Mm-hmm. Um because yes, the new year is a, is a fresh page, you know, a, a blank slate, but for a lot of people, so is September because yeah. you used to start school. And here's the thing. I'm going to say that you can start your year off whenever you want. Right. Right. It doesn't matter what the tax year is. Cause we don't get a choice on that. No matter what our fiscal <laughs> year is, it doesn't matter what the calendar says. It doesn't matter that it's already, I mean, we're recording this on January 17th. It's too late. It's not too late. <laughs> yeah. At some point in life, it will be too late, but it was, it will be when we transition from life to not this life, whatever yeah. <laughs> you believe happens after then it's too late right now. Not too late. Yeah. Oh, that's so a great way to explain it. Yeah. It does not matter what the day is. If you have goals, make a plan, give yourself some grace. In my case, I'm going to try with the harmony. And so if things go beautifully, you know, for weeks on end, that's great. And then if I end up having to reevaluate in a couple of months, because things are changing in a way that I didn't foresee, okay, I can't tell the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I can't. I've tried. <laughs> I've tried. I've tried. Uh, maybe I do need the crystal ball. Maybe that would help. I don't know. Um, but I know I, I, I can't tell the future and I don't I don't know many who can. So there's a grace to that mm-hmm. to reevaluate and say, OK, I've tried this. I've tried it six different ways. I don't think it's working right now. I'm going to go do something else. And figure that part out because maybe in six months you'll have another way to try something. Right. And say, all right, actually this, I think was the missing piece of that offering or that product or that whatever. And now, now that I have more information, I can make that choice. I can make that change. So I say plan because I love a plan, (laughs) but I also say leave some room for things to happen. And when I work with my, my travel coaching clients, I say this all the time. I love a moderate pace for a vacation, which means you have certain things planned, but you leave room. You leave room to wander. You leave room to explore. You leave room for adventure. And that extra room is a cushion in case something goes wrong. Your plane is, in terms of travel, your plane is delayed. Your train is delayed. (laughs) All of those. I could do an entire podcast just on all the things that have gone wrong on my vacations, but it has not dampened my adventurous spirit. So <laughs> you can, you're right. very agile as a solopreneur. So you have choices. And when something happens that you weren't expecting, 
now it's information for you to use. Mm -hmm. You get to choose. Yeah. And, you know, as we also talked about with Amy, it's all kind of coming back to me, being adaptable is, Mm -hmm. you know, very, very important. It's important in life, but it's really important as a business owner and especially for someone who works largely by themselves like we do Mm -hmm. as solopreneurs. That ability to adapt, Um, because I'm sure, Cheryl, you are going to have many plans in place Mm -hmm. come March, early April for personal things that are happening. But I'm going to guess, and I'm not wishing this on you, but I'm going to guess that something probably is not going to go according to plan. Oh, sure. Life doesn't. Life doesn't. We, we make plans. And honestly, the plans, as far as I'm concerned, are kind of, we were talking about this before we started recording. The plans are a roadmap. Mm-hmm. It points me in the direction I want to go. Sometimes you have to take a detour to still get to the same place. Sometimes you have to decide I'm not going to that place. I'm going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, who knows? This is going to be a big year for us, you know, our family, but we we've known that for quite some time. And we plan to do this podcast all year. So we'll hear. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't share a lot of my personal life, but you know, once, once some actual things have like fully happened, I'll probably (laughs) mention, but yeah, big stuff, big stuff's happening. (laughs) Yeah. I am a person who never really considered myself to be adaptable. I am, and I have Mm -hmm. sort of grown into it, but I was was typically the person in my professional life, in my corporate life, who, you know, when an announcement came that something big was going to change, I was like, oh, the sky is falling. It's all, oh my God, it's terrible. Just, you know, going to worst case scenario and how much I hate it. And I've learned really since being my own boss and being a business owner that there are things that are going to come up that make you pivot. Um, and pivot in the middle of something, you know, middle mm-hmm. of a big project or middle of something personal going on in your life. And you have to adapt and you have to deal with it. It's important to have that adaptability. You know, when I think of how humans have evolved over the hundreds of thousands of years, when we think of evolution, you know, a lot of people will say it is the survival of the fittest. Survival of the fittest and, uh, you know, those who have the the best genes to pass on. And yes, that is a part of it. But evolution is really about the ability to adapt mm-hmm. and to adapt to that new environment and still continue. And so it's really important. It's really important in life to be able to adapt. And uh, I struggle with it still, but... Mm-hmm. I work on it. <laughs> I have to work on it. Yeah. And and you're right. The ability to adapt, I think, is one of the things that makes us human. It's it's the reason that our species has thrived mm-hmm. um, and grown and taken over the planet because <laughs> um, of our ability to adapt and to come together, usually, to do something greater than ourselves. And that's, that's a big, that's a big part of it mm-hmm. is the ability to adapt, to notice what's, and to anticipate, notice something that's coming and say, oh, okay, let me see if I can get ahead of this. Um, that's really helpful. So as business owners, the ability to adapt and anticipate and plan and shift and do all of those things mm-hmm. are really important. <laughs> 
Yes. So with all of this learning and adapting and pivoting and harmony and all of the things, you can probably see where I'm going with this because I've probably mentioned it at least once on this podcast that owning a business is a huge personal growth journey. I'm not going to say personal development. We're all developed, but there is always room to grow and learn and change. And so you will learn an awful lot about yourself as a business owner. You will learn what is possible, what is not possible, what you will tolerate, what you will not tolerate, mm -hmm. um, and how it is that you want to be in this world. What is the, what is the legacy you want to leave? What is the impact you want to make? All of that. And I, I think that's beautiful and terrifying. It but is. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's both at the same time. Yes. Um, as much of life is terrifying and beautiful. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is that just as I always tell people, travel is life condensed. So is business. You're going to have all of it. You're going to have the, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me moments. And you're going to have the, why did I start this in yeah. the first place moments? Yeah. But the fact that you're not alone in that, mm -hmm. I think is huge. When you're making your business plan, you might have um, seasons for things. So, um, you know, for me right now, uh, doing solopreneur coaching, I don't necessarily have a season. But when I was a career coach, I very definitely had a season. And it was January, right after the new year, people went back to work and said, Oh, I got to get out of here. And also in the summer, it seemed like as soon as school got out, people were like, okay, now let me figure out my life. <laughs> let me figure out mm -hmm. what's next. Um, do you have a season with your business, Cheryl? I do. I do. You, it's right around now um, because as people come into the new calendar year, they think, okay, what do I want to do? Or I know that I'm planning on taking this great big trip at the end of the year. And I think it's probably time to start planning. Mm -hmm. um, so I do have a lot of people show up in the first quarter. Uh, in the second quarter, we're usually planning things, finishing things, all of that. In the summer, it's a really low season for me mm -hmm. because as a travel coach, I work with people who travel and travel largely takes place in the summer, not exclusively. In fact, um, about half my clients travel in the summer and half in the fall in what's known as shoulder season. That is based largely, almost exclusively on whether or not they have school-aged children mm -hmm. living with them. If they do, obviously summer is when they travel. If they don't, it's almost always fall. So I love the shoulder season. I do too. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I've, I've traveled then whenever I can. So, and then in towards the end of the year, um, I'm helping people who are thinking about spring trips or maybe the following summer. So in the sum in the summertime is my low season, which is going to coincide beautifully with my stuff this year. So <laughs> yeah. No I'm kidding. Grateful for that. That also helps me a little bit when I'm planning bigger projects, bigger offerings, trips. I want to take personally trips. I want to offer to other people. It helps. It's just figuring out what's going to work when, and when I will have the space to create the bigger things. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Makes and I sense. think a lot of businesses have seasons. I mean, yeah, we all know so. the accountants and we know tax season. We, you, you might think of anybody who's, who's into pro, you know, they sell a lot of product gift products. Obviously that's towards the end of the year, um, gearing up for the holidays, uh, that kind of thing. 
yeah, you know, fitness and nutrition and everything. This is their high season right now at the beginning of the year. So everything is cyclical. Well, not cyclical. Everything has seasons. Mm -hmm. Uh, some places may be cyclical, some businesses, um, but everything has seasons. So I think that where we get ourselves in trouble, especially as how it affects us personally as solopreneurs is thinking, well, I have my plan and my plan should work all the time <laughs> because things change. Mm -hmm. What your clients are focusing on changes, the world changes, you know, any number of things change. I think five years ago, this would have been a harder concept for people than it is now. I agree. Because, like, no, 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 we know how this goes. We know how this goes. And then all of us had a very real change <laughs> for a very, for an extended period of time. Yeah. So I don't think this isn't, this is a foreign concept or as foreign a concept as it might've been at one point, but also with this year, walk into it with some grace because this may be the first quote normal year mm -hmm. you while yeah so things are a little different give yourself some space to figure that out now that i'm pretty sure this is how this is going to go when we're back to some semblance of normal um whatever normal means i also right. don't believe in normal by the way <laughs> i believe in this is what's going on figure it out but something that has uh, you can rely on a more regular schedule walk into that and see, see what comes of it and just give yourself some space for, I don't know, to read a book, to take a nap, <laughs> to sit down, not yeah. at your computer, <laughs> to do something just for fun. Just a, li a little bit of that. Yes. We need to work um, to make these businesses run, but if we burn ourselves out, we also burn out the business. Mm-hmm. So mm -hmm. that's yeah. my two cents. And I couldn't agree more. And on that note, I think maybe we should wrap up the episode. We've, I think we've so. covered personal goals, business goals, reassessing goals, new year, your word for the year, not putting pressure on yourself. So hopefully all of these topics resonated with you today because it's the first quarter. And I think a lot of us are thinking all of these things. So we just um, published it. <laughs> we just put it out there. So hopefully it resonates with you and you're able to take what we've said and integrate it into your own business. And of course, as usual, if you have a particular tip or trick you use to be adaptable, to uh, reassess your business plan, we'd love to hear about it. Email us at soulpowerpodcast at gmail.com. That's S-O-L-E power podcast at gmail.com. Cheryl, anything else? No, we just love to, we'd love to hear from you all um, because yes, we are solopreneurs and yes, we have this podcast, but we are still learning and mm -hmm. growing and adapting ourselves. So yep. uh, let's, let's uh, work as a community. What do they all, what do they always say? Uh, a rising tide lifts all yes. ships. Yep. Um, I like that one. I do too. I do so, too. We'll just, we'll just rise together folks. Yeah. Let, let us help you rise. That was my, that was my um, word of the year for 2023. Was it? And I did, I did. I rose to the occasion. I 
rose out of bed. I did all sorts of rising last year. It's got a lot of interpretations. I it like does. that. It does. Like that. It does. So until next time, this has been the Soul Power Podcast. I'm your host, Angela Jordan. And I'm your host, Cheryl Burke. Have a great day. You've been listening to the Soul Power Podcast with Angela Jordan and Cheryl Burke. Soul Power theme song composed by Gabriel Harley.